0: Hola, bienvenidas, bienvenidas to Súpera de Princesa podcast. This is your host, Marielisa Ramos de Peña, and I want to welcome you to episode three. If you're a returning listener, te quiero decir muchas gracias por no rendirte en mí. I appreciate you coming back, listening again, and not giving up on me in the past few months. I have moved um states, so it's been a lot a little overwhelming. And well, I took my time, you know. But now that I'm here, um, I'm really glad to hop back into this. And if you are a new listener, this is Superada Princesa podcast. And here we talk about ways for you to superar, which means to overcome these challenges that we find in ourselves, with our family members, at our jobs, you know, anything that gets in the way of you becoming a bad bitch, who's strong in your ways, who calls out BS, sets good realistic boundaries, and knows how to say a good no. Now keep in mind I'm not a professional, I'm just a 22-year-old Sag who loves to help others reach their potential and wants to share really valuable information because uh, I just don't see it out there You know, the information is out there But I want to help Latinas kind of our way If you know what I mean Like there are a lot of self-help podcasts and stuff But I don't see one para Latinas And the way that we grew up and stuff like that So I thought I'd do it my damn self but if this is, once again, something you like and you want to see it in your feed, go ahead and follow us at Princesa Pod on Instagram, and you can also find me on Twitter and Facebook. So um, enough about me, vamos al grano, and um, let's jump into it, okay? So today's episode is all about self-care. Now, you might ask, why self-care? It's, you know, not a new topic. I chose to talk about self-care because it's really something that we might be getting all wrong. I am sure that in your mind, what came up was like a nice like self-care night, like a bath with some bath salts and like a glass of wine, a face mask and a movie some shit like that. While I get it and I do love the vibe, you know, add some Kalani in the back or something, but yeah, I get it. It's just not really what self-care is all about. I notice how we are actually being fed, like advertised the perfect stuff for companies to succeed and not really us, you know? The more you say that a face mask is correlated to self-care, the more these are going to sell. So there's so many face masks now, so many face rollers, bath bombs, candles, you know, all these types of chocolates and stuff, all this other BS that isn't really self-care. Like self-care isn't supposed to be purchasable. It's not a one-time fix. It's not something you can do in one night. Um, it's not a one-size-fits-all and above all else, it's not supposed to be easy doing your nails and fixing up your bedroom yes well, it's great and it does help clear up a lot of things and you know make you feel better it doesn't mean that you're taking real good care of yourself self-care is a lot about knowing your triggers knowing how to calm yourself making plans and setting goals eating healthier getting in touch with the community that you feel a part of it's about getting exactly to the things that you've been avoiding this whole time Self-care is more demanding than anything, okay? Requiere mucho cariño, mucha atención y paciencia. It's exactly what you wouldn't like it to be, you know? It's going to be painful, uncomfortable, and everything that you don't want, but it's it's, you know, what it means to take care of something. Just like a dog or a kid or a plant. Sometimes it's going to hurt and it's going to be painful and it's going to be irritating. But, you know, that's what taking care of things that really have value means. The best outcomes come with the biggest challenges and self-care is just like that. Self-care is the name and superarte is the game. So let's hop right into it. So first, I want to touch on the fact that self-care for Latinas is a bit different. I learned more about self-care from the perspective of a Latina in an article that I attached on the link tree in my Instagram, written by Priscila Maria in 2018, and it's named A Latina's Journey to Self-Care. So off the rip, in the first paragraph, she talks about loyalty and familismo. Which, if you are a returning listener, you know that we've talked about this. These are expectations that most of us are born into. Our families expect us to be loyal and put family above all else. Most of the time, that includes you. And to respect them no matter what. You know, I'm sure that a lot of things come to your mind. Like, Ay, mommy. no me siento muy bien. Como que estoy triste. ¿Triste de qué? ¿Triste de qué? Tú una casa, tú tienes comida, una cama, triste de qué? They always just made excuses as to why it wasn't okay to not feel okay. <laughs> Am I right? You know, anyone experienced that? With that being said, as you start to take care of yourself, it is critical for you to take into account that the beliefs and the culture you were surrounded by are going to affect how you think about self-care. For a Latina, our needs were often overlooked, especially by our own family members. For example, I know a lot of people that if they went to their mom and they said, I'm depressed, they'll probably laugh at them. They'll probably say, como dije ahorita, triste de qué? They'll probably say, you have the audacity to be sad when you have all of this. You know, a lot of those negative feelings just weren't validated. A lot of the times that we felt disrespect from our parents or aunts or grandparents, whoever, when we stood up for ourselves, it was wrong. So Latino families have a tendency to not acknowledge or validate negative feelings or really anything that means accepting that you're not okay. Depression, anxiety, suicide, abuse, harassment, all of these are really sensitive and touchy subjects that we all might have tried not to dip into. Because was it well managed? No. Did it matter? No. Uh, was it really important? Mm. You know, for everyone, these answers might be different. But I know that in our culture, as long as you are showing anything other than respect and gratefulness, um, you were doing something wrong, that's why you were kind of left hanging, not knowing how to really manage all these feelings, and it becomes overwhelming. So you say, Fuck this, I'm gonna put my face mask on and I'm gonna call it a damn night. That's not taking care of yourself, okay. What I want you to see is that there are things you need to focus on. And especially now that you are going into this world where you're trying to do better for yourself, living under someone else's wing doesn't always mean you're going to learn how to fly. I repeat, living under someone else's wing doesn't always mean you're going to learn how to fly. Now that we know that Latina's self-care is a bit different, I want us to talk about how the heck to make that happen. So there are six types, or not six types, more like areas of self-care and well-being. For some of you, these might be more developed than others. So definitely focus on things that need more of your attention. So first off, we have physical well-being. That's, you know, eating healthy, taking your vitamins, getting your beauty sleep, masturbating. Yes, I said it. Masturbating. Eating healthy, all that good stuff for your body. Then we have psychological or emotional well-being. And that's about feeling your feelings, really. That's about saying your affirmations, getting the help that you need, crying, saying I love you when you need to. Basically tapping into your feelings and, you know, treating yourself like a human being who has them. Um, something that at least I know a lot of Latinos have a hard time with. You gotta be a macho man. You have to be a very dependable woman. You have to always be there. You have to never disrespect, never show that you're stressed out. You know, you catch the vibe. Me entiende. me está llegando el mensaje que quiero mandar. So... Social well-being is about your environment. It's your family, your friends, your partners, your support groups. It's about, um, for example, you have that toxic friend that you know is toxic or doesn't push you to do better or doesn't show you how grateful they are to have you or really doesn't show anything but mean and, and bad and just negative stuff. Yeah, do not be afraid to cut them off. Do not be afraid to say, you know what, I think I deserve better, and um, having you a little bit further away from me doesn't seem like a bad idea. Lifestyle and professional well-being is the next one, and it is about your routines, your priorities, and any personal development that you have, your boundaries, ooh, so important ladies, boundaries. Boundaries. I struggle with these, okay? I will admit it. I struggle with my boundaries and I struggle with my routines. Um, So this is also kind of like, for example, at a job. When there is a 30-minute break, take it. Do not just be like, oh, I'm good. No, ho, go. Go sit down, even if it's to scroll on your phone, but take a break. Overtime is great and all that, but do not overwork yourself. You will be exhausted and your body will catch up to you. No, sorry. Your body will not. (laughs) Your body will not catch up to how you mentally think you can make it through a 50-hour week. It will be hard, okay? So take care of yourself and understand that you need to prioritize your well-being. Um, Even when rent is really high, you might just lose yourself, Okay focus on what really matters and what cannot be bought okay and that's you now creative well-being is all about finding ways to process things like you know things that just let your mind flow and and relax trying new activities um or just doing anything that brings you peace so like decorating drawing gardening cooking whatever it might be that just allows your brain to take a break And um, do its own thing with some fun, you know? Anyone know about fun? No? You know, get that coloring book out. Don't be scared. Don't be scared. Play with your hair if you need to. Um, But just let your mind flow. And lastly, you have spiritual well-being. And that's connecting with whatever higher power in whichever way helps you heal. Whether that be going to church, uh, meditating, connecting with nature, volunteering, Anything that just, you know, makes the light in your soul shine a little more. So anything like that, that's spiritual well-being. And that is the last of the six areas of self-care or well-being, okay? What I want you to do with that information is Google it. Google it because you never know that of if you've been doing something that's actually self-care. And, and, you know, to other people might've seen bad, but to you, it actually helped. So maybe you can redefine self-care for yourself, but definitely Google this stuff and learn more and see what works for you, try new things. And, um, before you do any of that, you have to believe in yourself before you say that you are going to go to the gym, you have to believe that you can do that takes a little bit of strength. That's why self-care is hard is because the first step of taking care of yourself is believing that you can take care of yourself. So step one, believe in yourself. Step two, Google all these things so you can find ways to put that belief to work. Step three is a bit of an exercise that I have for you, for you to take self-care to a little bit of a higher level. And um, the way that I want you to do that, it's by separating one day in your calendar or a morning or an afternoon, whatever that might be, whatever floats your boat. Um, just separate a day in your calendar where you're going to relax whatever way you like to relax, whether that be a bath, a face mask, um, a beer, anything that you like that relaxes you but you're gonna have to do the hard work of sitting down with yourself and getting to know yourself. Oh my god, it's so hard, but now, oh my god, I don't want to do that either, but we have to because we would not like someone else to know us better than we know ourselves because then we rely on these people, okay? So we're gonna take notes and we're gonna start off by writing first what you're grateful for, be specific. Second, What you want to let go of, be specific. And third, you're going to write two parts. First is going to be your triggers. Anything that makes your heart beat so fast. Anything that pisses you off. Anything that is just triggering you. New, old, whatever it might be. Write it down. And you're also going to write down, and this is the second part, which is stuff that you know helps. Anything that helps you get by, anything that helps you push through, anything that helps you breathe a little better. Okay, I want you to equip yourself with whatever you need for when these moments go down, when your triggers come up, for you to say, I believe that I got this, I'm going to be okay. Okay, you need to know yourself better than anybody. And it takes a little bit of hard work and, and very uncomfortable work to do that. So separate that day, get your paper and your pen and write that shit down and believe in yourself, okay? Take care of yourself. I love you so much. Come back for the next episode and I hope it really helps you. I'm going to go try myself. Uh, wish me luck, but I'll see you next time. Love you, bye.